imagine that your own sister comes home and she says, hey, I'm in love with someone. And guess what? He's 20 years older than me. So let's take it from there. Hi, Dr. Kenner. My 30-year-old sister, Jody is in a new relationship with a 50-year-old guy, Martin who is recently divorced. Jody is head over heels, but I sensed a bad vibe when he was obnoxious to me. I've tried to tell my sister many times, but she's refused to listen to me. She sees me as her baby sister since she's three years older than me. How do I get her to listen to me and come to her senses and dump Martin for someone better? Thanks, Sarah. So, Sarah, this is absolutely no easy problem that you've given yourself. Uh, I can recall when my grown kids were dating individuals who my husband and I thought were not the perfect match for them, not even good matches for them. And even with all my skills and experience, I knew that my kids had to see the problem firsthand and that also they didn't want mom or dad to tell them that they were making a bad choice. And it was very hard for me to stay quiet. What I think I did well and what my hubby did well was uh, that we were very good listeners rather than advice giving. We didn't pour advice on them. Now, that's not saying we didn't slip up at times, but for the most part, they were able to let down their hair and share the difficulties that they saw firsthand in their partners and come to their own conclusions. So we were a sounding board for them. So eventually, they did leave the partners of their own accord, and they didn't feel that I or my hubby challenged their choice-making or their autonomy, their independence. And both of them ended up choosing very lovely partners down the road. Now, I want to add something in here. Our listening wasn't just passive listening where you go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, I see. That's very good. I mean, I'd love to have a good listener who will indicate that they're tracking and they're listening to what I'm saying and making eye contact. Another part of listening is active listening where you ask a gentle guiding question that will help them explore maybe even privately, the facts of their relationship. So partly, take the pressure off yourself. You don't have to shake up your sister Jody, you know, okay, he's you're, this guy you're dating is divorced, he's 20 years older than you, that's going to be nuts. What are you thinking? You know, that's not going to work. This requires that you reach her mind. So how do you reach her mind? If you go the other route and you try to force her to change her mind, you may not stop her relationship with this older guy, Martin, but you're definitely going to put your relationship with her on the chopping block. So how do you reach her mind? Uh, You need to get rid of what are called yes buts. Yes, I know you love him, but he's a jerk. Did you hear what he did to me? That's not going to work because she's going to say, that's just my sister Sarah. She's just jealous of me or she doesn't understand and she'll just dismiss you out of hand. So sometimes a sibling or a parent is not the best person to get this information from. She might be able to use someone else in her life. I know sometimes my sister was able to connect with my kids when I knew that I wouldn't be able to. So maybe a therapist or a person more distant from her may have more influence because of that sibling complication. A therapist or somebody else may be able to have her consider the following. You know, Jody, I'm wondering if you've thought about the rebound effect. Martin's just gotten out of a divorce and 
Men are often more comfortable jumping into a new relationship quickly. I'm just a bit concerned, and I don't know if this has crossed your mind, that he may be taking up with someone younger, yourself, to show himself, and maybe even to his ex, because those games do go on, that he's still lovable. Uh, another thing that a therapist or another person that isn't a sibling <laughs> might could bring up to her is, you know, have you asked yourself, why did he get divorced? Do you know the details or just his side of the story? You know, does he have kids? Did he have some alcohol problems? Are there financial issues? Does he have anger management problems or something else, even apart from the age gap, which we'll get to? And what is his relationship with his ex? Is that going to be a thorn in your side? Or will it be hunky-dory? Rarely is. Um, another th question that a therapist could ask, what are the reasons for your attraction to him? You know, what is it that you're liking about him? Is it a lifestyle that he could offer? Maybe he's got more financial ability to give you a better lifestyle? Or is he a potential soulmate? And a therapist could also ask her, what are your own red flags? You've got Martin here, who's 50 years old. Jody, you're 30 years old. What are your own red flags? What moments have you had, private moments, where you've just said, ooh, I wonder if I'm getting into something that's not good. And you don't need to share it with me. That's something privately to think about for yourself. And then you get to the age gap. A therapist can say, does it matter to you? Have you given it thought? You're from different generations. You might like different music. You might wear different clothes. You know, he may, he may be a hippie, you know, for my generation. He might be a hippie and you dress punk. Or he may dress punk and you dress you know, whatever the current uh, fad is. And so it's really a different culture that you might be entering into. And think about it projecting forward, a 28-year age difference. If you're 50 years old and he's 70, or you're 60 and he's 80, ooh, you might end up being a caretaker. And I mean, nobody can predict that, but is that okay with you? And you also want to take into consideration hit the family. Do you want kids? And does he already have kids? And what will, if he has kids, uh, what will the age factor do with the kids, for one thing? But also, will there be divorce issues that would really compound the difficulties? So I want to end by saying I have seen such relationships with big age gaps end up with some success and others that last for a while and then split up and others that end quickly. Um, you want to be very good for yourself. And I highly recommend our book, the book I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke, The Selfish Path to Romance, How to Love with Passion and Reason. You can get the first chapter one uh, for free at drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. And we talk about relationship trade-offs and relationship breakers and how to grow together, how to resolve conflicts, and in this case, how to find the right partner. That's very important. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness, toll-free, 1-877-D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. When I entered my marriage, I left my true self at the door. Now I don't even know who I am anymore. 
My girlfriend doesn't want to make anyone mad. I never know how she truly feels, and I'm clueless when it comes to pleasing her sexually. She won't express what she likes. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.